0: Good morning, it's August 26th, and welcome to Doing Life, daily devotions for finding peace in stressful times. This is the audible companion to the book of the same name, and today's title is Behind Enemy Lines. And the great dragon was thrown down, that ancient serpent, who is called the devil and Satan, the deceiver of the whole world. He was thrown down to earth, and his angels were thrown with him. Revelations 12, 9. Usually it's in childhood that we hear of legend or myth and have the distinct tendency to believe it might be true. Then as we grow older, learn more of the world, become rational and reasoning, we reject the improbable fairy tale as the mythology it is. The power and existence of Satan, horns, pitchfork, tail or no, was just the opposite for me. As a child, first learning Bible stories, I totally bought into the creation story. Abraham and Isaac, the whole Moses deal, Joseph and the multicolored coat, the incarnation of Christ, his crucifixion, even with some doubt his resurrection. But the devil? I never thought Satan was real. Even as a child, I thought he was just a metaphor for our own disobedience. But as an adult, as my reasoning powers grew, and I began both to read about and witness spiritual warfare, I started to believe that there is a war going on. There is a battle between the forces of good and the forces of evil, not unlike a Star Wars scenario, but happening on a spiritual plane of existence that we can't literally see. As I learned of the horrors of the Crusades, the Inquisitions, the Holocaust, the Khmer Rouge, the Nigerian genocide, just to name a few, I became convinced that there was evidence for this battle and that men chose under whose influence they wished to be. Satan, or Christ. But as C.S. Lewis points out in Mere Christianity, the battle between good and evil is not between two equal and independent states, but it is instead a civil war. Satan is a created being, created by God according to Scripture, and then thrown to earth as punishment for his rebellion. Christianity holds that the evil one was created good, but then became evil leading a persistent revolt against the powers of a loving God, never ceasing in his efforts to turn men away from faith and love of their creator. The world is his dominion now, having been ejected from the kingdom of heaven. We then, as it turns out, are behind enemy lines throughout our entire lives. We live in territory occupied by the enemy. But the king has come to shore in the person of Christ, disguised first as a baby and then as a humble carpenter's son. Christ calls us to participate in a worldwide strategy of sabotage, foiling the efforts of Satan at every turn. When we worship together, it's as though we are receiving secret orders and an intelligence briefing rolled into one. Lewis says the evil one will call on our conceit and our self-centered sense of importance to convince us that church is unnecessary and thus cut us off from the reinforcement of fellow believers as well as critical intelligence briefings. Let us not forget daily that we are operating behind enemy lines. Believers need each other to negotiate the tripwires, pits, and booby traps placed by Satan. Don't go it alone. If you're not in a strong community of believers, find a church and visit this Sunday. When you do, you may find the intelligence report eye-opening and the love you feel around you replenishing. Dear Heavenly Father, we love you. For some reason, we find it easier to accept your Son as Savior than we do Satan as destroyer. Holy Spirit, make us sensitive to the presence of the evil one that we might take precautions, moving carefully but confidently to place our lamp on a lampstand, dissipating the darkness around us in which Satan lurks. Amen.